Go! Hello! Go for the new year. New Happy year. new year. Happy new year. It's the first UK Scriptwriters podcast of 2012. So yeah. new, new year, possibly new listeners. So hello and welcome. People that have got an exciting new iPhone or something and they want to listen to some podcasts. Very possibly. Maybe, maybe yeah. someone like that. If you've downloaded or clicked play um, by accident or design, we thank you. We're a couple of modestly successful screenwriters. I'm Danny Stack. I'm Tim Clay. Uh, Tim's been nominated for BAFTA. I've written for EastEnders and things like that. Um, so we meet once a month just to gas about UK script writing or script writing in general. Yeah, I'm filmmaking in Yeah, general. and filmmaking in general. So, yeah, hello. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or if you're on the commute to work. Um, um, sorry. Get, get, get. <laughs> no, stop the dude. Stop the dude. Stop the dude with his little trolley and get a coffee from there. Oh, yeah, get a coffee from if you've got a buffet car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so everyone's got their coffee now. Yeah, well, let's crack on. Let's crack on. And we like to start, uh, as we always do, with screenwriting news. Oh, a double one. Double one. Double like one. It, like it. Um, so a few different things. Um, I think uh, the first thing is about a deadline. So Danny's got, got an urgent deadline for everyone. Urgent deadline. Uh, Red Planet Prize. Uh, the deadline is next Monday, the 16th of January. So if you've never heard of the Red Planet Prize, it's a TV writing sc- scheme where you submit the first 10 pages of your script. Um, and then if they like it, uh, you, you send in your full TV hour script. It's free to enter. It's run by Tony Jordan, uh, Red Planet Prize. I'm very involved with it. So I read a lot of the entries and stuff. Um, so reading has started it's a fantastic competition lots of brilliant opportunities in terms of the the main prizes you get five grand you get an agent if you don't already have one and you get mentoring and opportunities through Tony Jordan and Kudos Film and TV which is one of the biggest companies in the UK so we've had a success story as well with uh, Robert Thurgood who was a runner-up in the first year who then went on to write BBC's recent Death in Paradise, uh, which came about because of the Red Planet mm. Prize. So it's a, it's a big deal. It's fantastic. I encourage everybody to enter because you've nothing to lose. It's quite it's free, uh, and we love going through the first ten pages of scripts. So the deadline is Monday the sixteenth of January. So get cracking. We're 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 recording this on the is it today the ninth? About that. Yeah. So the, only a week. So I know a lot of you will be aware but probably some of you won't be, and you're thinking, oh, I've got something. Yeah, whack it in. Uh, there's full details on Red Planet Prize uh, or Red Planet Productions website, but also through my blog and, and various addresses, which we'll give in a minute. But that's one. Uh, the yeah, other definitely thing... check that out. I'll just do my... I, I, I always want to. This year I haven't. I've been too busy with mm-hmm. some of my own projects and um, some paid works and directing this uh, comedy advert and what have you. So I haven't had the chance to to go for it. But that's I feel bad about that. I always yeah. like to go for it. Even if you're um, a listener who is more on my side, if you see what I'm saying, in the fact you like games and films and not TV, put that out of your mind. Go for it anyway because... You know, there's, as Danny said, there's nothing to lose with it. Nothing to lose, and um, you know, and that's still a great thing to have on your CV, whatever format you want to write in. 
and it's a deadline which might in, inspire you to actually get to, that to project off the ground or yeah. finish it, yeah. one or the other. So definitely, uh, definitely go go for that. Another thing coming up that myself and Danny uh, are involved in, we're going to be speaking there as we do at the London Screenwriters Festival. It's one based down here in Paul near where we live, and it's called the Prequel to Can, and it's uh, a couple of, a couple of days, but you can dip in and out of it. It's not like a comprehensive uh, festival. Obviously, you can you can go to as much or as little as you like, but there's evening events, there's daytime events, there's things that are more based for actors, there's things that are more based for writers yeah. and directors. Anyone involved, it's much more in inclusive, which you might think, well, it doesn't sound so much for me as a writer. You'd be wrong to think about that because it's actually about widening your network of people that you know at your level. Yeah. So it's not about, as the as some other um, uh, organisations, some other events are, it's not about you being a writer and trying to kind of reach up more into the industry. This is about meeting together with people at your level, producers at your level, directors at your level, directors that are looking to make um you know uh, uh, a, a comedy web series and you've got some sketch ideas you know it's more that kind of peer-to-peer -peer level let's get something done so it's more sort of proactive things that you could do today sort of feel to it yeah and myself and danny and other people that we know lucy's going to be there as well going to be there talking about different aspects of that including going to can but that's almost a marketing hook if you like well that's the umbrella topic isn't it's the it? umbrella topic but of course it's just about writing generally in filmmaking tv making all all kind of creativity in the moving image yeah just talking about I'm, that i'm doing people. a session on um just being a jobbing screenwriter and how to get work and how to get out there hmm. um i'm doing another one about taking steps to being a director which i'm kind of doing at the moment so hopefully yeah, you're I'm, in the middle of that I'm some, somewhat yeah. qual qualified to talk about that hopefully uh there's a pitch factor thing yeah, uh, we're doing a can Q and A sort of, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you and Suki have been our can veterans, uh, so there's a lot going on. It's run by a uh, local, uh, great local uh, woman called Rosie Jones. It's on the eighth and 9th of February. Uh, we'll, Search for it. We'll, 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 we'll give you we'll give you details of where to find out all the information on this because we just have a couple of more things to run through. So next thing we want to mention quickly, if you haven't seen it, um, we mentioned it, I think, in passing, but we didn't follow it up. And oh, so yeah. I'm not sure people that uh, it might pass people by or they didn't really know what we meant. So it's run by BAFTA. It's called the BAFTA Guru. It's a website. But as you may or may not know, BAFTA do a lot of live um, talks. Yeah. They do kind of guest speaking things sometimes linked to the promotion of a new film, TV or game, but other times just for the hell of it or a retrospective, that kind of thing. So in a way, overdue, I feel, they've got their act together and really tried to chunk the the part, the learning parts of that out and put it in one place. And it's called BAFTA Guru. Uh, give us the website. Uh, Guru.bafta.org. Brilliant. So go there and you'll just see almost a, a mosaic of great names, you, people like I don't know, Wes Anderson or people from uh, TV, Stuart Hazeldean or whatever, they're just on there mm -hmm. talking about different elements of their lives and advice for people coming into the industry. And they've got a new dedicated screenwriting part of it now, so there's lots of um, interviews and craft insight 
stuff, but it's just a very good. But check out the rest it's, of it. It's a very some, good place yeah, to check out. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of things on there. It's uh, very rich and wide. That's the benefit of it. Yeah. Don't just look at the bits that maybe seem relevant to you. Take a chance and have a look at some other some other elements as well. Yes. Um, one of the things that myself and Danny have been doing, kind of inspired by that thinking, and also to uh, inform uh, you guys more, is we've been reaching out and when we've been meeting people anyway asking them to contribute some ideas we thought it would more be for this podcast but it's turned into extras it's sort of turned into extras because what we've found is it's hard to kind of sandwich we don't want to just take little bits out of context we mm. find that we might do that more in the future but i don't know it doesn't seem to always work yeah because we want we will ask sometimes a little bit more deeper questions than you get elsewhere so what I've started to do is put those extra bits of advice um, uh, online, outside of the podcast. We might we might start putting it into the podcast stream if the video will go, because sometimes it's video-based, sometimes it's audio-based, but we're not sure about doing that yet. In the meantime, if you want to check this out, it's best to, to, to capture it on our facebook page yeah so there's a facebook uh, kind of fan page if you like for this podcast and if you go there then there's always sort of comments from myself and danny bits of fun that we found these interviews other things that we might see that we think the listeners will want want to see that yeah and so we're kind of using that now as a conduit for it all well there's lots of well great new extras i mean tim you've been interviewing lord david putnam not yep. just not just any scraggler off the street who's interested in screenwriting. No, <laughs> not he, a writer himself. Not if a you writer don't know himself. him, he's a, he's a famous uh, British producer. Did mm. Chariots of Fire and well, Killing Fields, Memphis Belle, yeah. all sorts of films. But the, uh, one of my favourite all-time films, The Mission. Um, the Mission, yeah, maybe so, it wasn't The Killing Fields. Sorry. No, it did. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was. So. Um, uh, great to sit down with him that's I was doing, video I, that was a video i was doing it for Two something videos. else doing it for something else but you but i've wangled in the question find. and i think that that's something we might start to do a little bit more because it's almost like well you've got those people there uh i think anyone even a even a producer but even though he's not a writer i think a producer has things to tell writers about our work about working together and making that more successful and things that he'd wish that he'd done and that yeah. kind of thing. So there was, um, yeah, there's a couple of clips, a couple of clips from him, and you've you've done you've done one as well, Danny. I've, d- I've done a couple of interviews, which we have mentioned on the podcast. Obviously, recently with Ben Wheatley, the director of Kill List, and Jack Thorne, the writer of The Fades. Those interviews are available uh, for free uh, via Industrial Scripts website. But they're just, you know, really fun interviews to do. I like doing them. But they're extras. Uh, everything we've spoken about in the news, you can find out on our Facebook page. Also on Twitter, twitter.com slash UK scriptwriters. You know, we haven't just made up the sites and let them sit there dormant. We're actually no, putting kind of active. info. So I mean, you... we did have a group page for Facebook, but Facebook told us it was being archived or something, which is yeah. why we've set up. The fan, the, the fan the, page. The, pa- the like page. The like page. But all the details. Prequel to Can, Red Planet Prize Deadline, mm. BAFTA Guru site, the David Putnam videos, yeah. link, links to my interviews. They're all on the Facebook site. We'll have links on the Twitter. We, we chat to people on Twitter. Somebody told us on Twitter that Apple are now crediting screenwriters on which iTunes. Which I talked about last time. Which is great. So um, Facebook.com slash UK Scriptwriters Podcast. Go there. 
So, uh, and obviously you can listen to the the, pod, the podcast there. As, as yeah, well. well, help to spread the word. Always it's good easier to, get new to spread the word that way. You see, that's that's the thing because we're finding a lot of writers are, are actually telling other writers about the podcast verbally, which is great. <laughs> which Thank is you. great. Still do that, but um, obviously it's easier to send people that link yeah. now. Let's uh, move on to what we want to talk about. I think about. that's it, Tim. You know, I'm, that's I'm, enough for I'm folks. exhausted that's enough now. For folks. <laughs> Dig deeper, Danny. Give more. Give more. Because we want to talk about goals because it's the Screenwriting new... topic. That's not goals. my new jingle, but never mind. New year, new jingle. New year. Uh, <laughs> new year. Only. New year resolutions. Only. New year goals. So we're going to talk about goals. Because if you um, read any other blogs, if you... Uh, listen to anything on TV. It's always about this new idea, new year, new goal. Sort out your life. Sort out your life. Now, this, this goes hand in hand, though, with a clip that I was watching. Check it out online. I will link to it on the said pages we've already mentioned. Um, an interview with Stephen Fry. I think it's a couple of years old. But he was talking about... He, he feels dangerous almost saying it, in case people mis, mis, misunderstand what he's saying. But goals aren't always a good idea for your life. Right. Uh, because, one, you might feel disappointed when you get there. You know, as in, what's next? What yeah. do I do now? Mm -hmm. If you don't reach it, you feel that you're a failure when you've probably done loads of awesome stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, more what he's saying is have a sort of philosophy in your in your heart. And he quotes Noel Coward, who said, you know, it's more fun working than it is doing fun things. It's on... When and I thought I'd really took that to heart. That hit me because I've been working quite hard. I was working over the Christmas period, even you know when there may be the salaried folks out there were just sort of lounging around, kicking back, eat, 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 eat mince pies, watching their screeners. But what was I doing? You know, I was editing up this interview with Lord Putnam. Um, I was working on this advert idea. I was rewriting this script for a French uh, company. I was working on my own uh, uh, projects. I've got a new pitch video for this feature film that I want to do it's all you know it was like I wouldn't want to have been done it doing anything else Danny and I think that really almost that's that's is a great feeling and I think that as writers we're a bit harsh on ourselves Completely. we set ourselves these goals which is you know I must get a tv commission by the end of the year or something well that's out of your hands I mean you can do certain things to increase that that faith you know, the chances of that in your favor but at the same time, really, if you're enjoying doing what it's doing, what you're doing, you're making ends meet, mm. and you and you're living the life that you've chosen to do in a in a in a moderately successful way. Yeah. Celebrate that, mm. and I think that there's too much kind of heaviness at this time of year, with people saying, you know, in the new year you must do this, you must do that. I think if you do what you love this year then everything else will sort itself out. Yeah. Because you'll always be successful doing what you like doing because you like doing it, and that's the biggest driver towards towards success. And I'm not saying every day I wake up with a smile on my face. No, because you get your notes back from someone and you're like, oh, no, you know, it's a heavy set of notes and so on. But generally, overall, you're feeling positive. I think that that's, that should be your goal. If you want to have a goal, that should be your goal, doing more of what you love doing. Yeah. Well, New Year's resolutions are barely held on to, aren't they? They're like full of goodwill in yeah. the new year. And then by February or March, everything has fallen apart. Yeah. So I think for any newer writers out there who think, right, I've got New Year's resolution, I'm going to write five pages a day or whatever, you could be setting unrealistic things. 
tasks for yourself. Not even goals, just tasks for yourself. But but what? But the thing is, though, Danny, if you enjoy doing those five pages, you're going to do them anyway. Yeah, you're going to do them anyway. And I think so, if you don't enjoy doing it, if it's a real effort to do those five pages all day, every day, are you doing quite the right thing? Mm-hmm. Maybe a different type of writing, or you're writing the wrong genre, or whatever. Do, do you know what I mean? You should be. You should. You should enjoy doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I had to read these thirty pages the other day. We were talking about it just before, just beforehand. That have been sent to me. You know, I enjoyed reading the thirty pages. You know, giving my notes on it. I thought it was good. It's coming along. I felt upbeat about it. I thought, what a great project to still be involved in. Do you know what I mean? I almost had to turn down that project, but I kept myself in there. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm. Well, wouldn't have been doing anything else. I wouldn't have wanted to have been watching the telly or something like that. Yeah. You know, do, do you know what I mean? That's what I wanted to be doing. Well, that's in our situation, though, because we've set it up, as you say, to kind of exist and survive in our moderately yeah. <laughs> sexual lifestyles. Um but if you're still got a job on your your or you know you're in a situation that you don't like and you want to break into writing or filmmaking full time, you're probably looking ahead thinking right I'll write a new feature and I'll do my new TV spec and I'll do this and I'll do a short film yeah. and already that's like probably way too much. That's way too much, and not only is it way too much, you know, do you have the sometimes on the journey you get sidetracked by something and people get very worried about that. Mm. But but that's the one you should, thing you should celebrate. But that's the one thing that you should go for, the thing that you find that's on the way. There's a danger, people that don't finish anything. Mm. But I was watching another talk. It was an old Horizon programme. Do you remember Horizon? It's still on what I'm yeah. talking about. But back when Horizon used to be better, right? In the 80s. And it was an interview quite in-depth. In fact, it was virtually one shot, right? For 40 minutes, 45 minutes. With Richard Feynman, who's a famous physicist. You might not have heard of him, Danny, but he's very famous, right? And um, he was talking about that's how he worked. So if he saw something interesting in the world, and he thought, "Mm, hang on, what's that about? That's what he'd do. Drove his um, superiors in the the universities where he was Professor Mad, of course, because, like, he never had an agenda. But this is the guy who won Nobel Prize. Do you, do you know what I mean? Because he would just follow his instinct of what was interesting in the world mm. and 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 try and understand it more from a scientific point of view. Now, yeah. it's I, I think it's hardly any jump to say we, we're looking at the same world as as Richard Feynman, but we wanna we wanna understand it more from a story point of view and an emotional point of view. But I still think if we see things, if we're writing something and we think, hang on. This bit that I've written is more interesting than the rest of it. Yeah, go with that, man. Let's just celebrate that and explore it, and not feel bad about it. Absolutely, because you could you could have even done a whole prep for a feature film that you're going to write, and as soon as you sit down to write it, you start writing a TV script for some reason. Yeah, follow the TV script. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and see where it takes you. Yeah. And, um yeah, yeah. Don't, don't try and overgoal yourself. No, because yeah, this is the thing. Because if your goal was to have done whatever. Write the feature. Mm. You you'd be rejecting that TV idea. Well, come December as well. The following December, you're gonna have nothing done or something not or not the best or work not, or not yeah. the, not not lived up to your in, inherent. And you're gonna be annoyed. Potential. Yeah. Um. So, but also, um, I think. Well, my advice anyway is like if you're instead of having New Year's resolutions or a load of goals, it's just like, if I'm going to do one thing this year, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. If, if you know, because enjoy all the rest of it, because the practicalities of life will take you left, right, up and down, and you won't know what's going to happen 
maybe some days, but you'll get through them or mm. you'll write something or just money will come through somehow. Um, but if I'm going to do one thing this year, mm. so it's, you know, set a base of like, yeah, just the minimum, <laughs> no, the you, minimum of expectation, the, the minimum you want to achieve and go but with I that. I think we fight our tendency. What I mean is I think we fight sometimes our natural skills completely so we say i don't want to do that i want to do this you know um like the film like the film um oh gosh i'm thinking live on my feet which i'm not too good at sullivan's travels oh yeah oh dug that out (laughs) 1950s film yeah black and white preston sturges preston sturges well done mate well done and it's the film where he wants to make he wants to make it's screenwriter he's a screenwriter (laughs) film because i think he might be a director i can't remember he might be right he wants to make this kind of social epic Mm. oh brother where art thou which is where the coen brothers got the title of their film yeah and um but he makes comedies but he doesn't want to do that anymore because he wants to make something even though he's very meaningful, successful, meaningful. Yeah. and of course by the end he finds that there's as much meaning in comedy as there is in drama exactly. that's the kind of message of it really and I think that, that that actually did have a big influence on me just that idea of you know if you go in with it why do you always fight it if you sort of go with it it's not a cop out mm-hmm. it, 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 if you're enjoying it it's going to be easier, I suppose, is all I'm saying to it. Anyway, is that kind of a little bit in-depth for folks? I don't know if that's yeah. a little bit well, philosophical um, for the new year. Just to tie it in with something I'm doing, actually, um, because I've got stuff you can see on telly at the moment. Yeah, uh, brilliant. With a new kids' show that started on CITV called Fleabag Monkey Face. So the title hopefully says it all. <laughs> Certainly says a lot. Um, <laughs> and lots of fun to do and I've written six episodes I don't know exactly when my episodes are on I mean but if it ties in with the podcast I'll certainly shout out uh, but it's good fun to watch even if you, if you don't have kids <laughs> I'll be watching uh, but you know writing for kids is something I do and it's something I'm doing more of because I'm not fighting that mm. um, thing of like oh well, I'm a serious yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like no I like doing it and um, if, if it's providing a kind of a stream of money and credits for me yeah i'm going to embrace it yeah which i have done um and it's something i've always set out to do actually was to write for kids but at the same I mean, time you, were, you and you were saying before though danny it's uh, i can't remember the phrase that you used and you were you were quoting it from someone else at the time which is more like nothing follows on from nothing what, what? was it what was the term what was the term <laughs> I, it was something i came up i thought of yesterday i don't know if it's a quote from somebody it's pretty corny but there, you don't get a knock-on effect from doing nothing. You get a, only it. get a knock-on effect from doing something. That's it. So it's like you have to, you know, even yeah. even with the, the David Putnam stuff, the interviews we've done, you know, it's 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 a knock-on effect of the podcast. Yeah. It's it's yeah all these things. Yeah. It's like things happen. But a lot of people see the fact that we do this podcast, and we have explained it in this way, so I can understand it, where they sort of say, yeah, you're doing that so that you're more well known and so on. But mm. we wouldn't be. But but I do it because I enjoy doing it. Yeah, we, I enjoy yeah. hanging out with you for half an hour and having a good old natter. Exactly. You know, and and that that's why if it is successful at all, <laughs> <laughs> if right, it would be because of that, which is the fact that we're not doing it under pressure no. or under a duty to do it no, God, uh, no. for some career reason. Or no, something. God. And if something does come of it, it's, it's career because damaging. We, yeah. <laughs> We'll do it. Anyway, um, we thought as well for the new year, we'd bring back an old favourite. Kind of. A kind of an old favourite in the fact that it was a favourite for us. No, everyone else probably didn't like it. But we're going to just sort of do a guest spot again of 
rate for it. Reviews. Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, almost as a as a as a roundup. I mean, it's more about what we've been watching. Really. What we've been watching at the minute. I've got a bunch of uh, DVDs on player away through his BAFTA screeners because he's a BAFTA voter. So Ooh. I have to see all these things um, and just want to just talk about some of these. I would have thought a lot of you out there would have would have uh, seen these, but some of the ones that I've enjoyed that are a little bit on the fringes. Um, of uh, if you've seen them or not, Midnight in Paris, new one from Woody Allen. Yeah, heart sinks these days when Woody Allen film comes out. But You're this like, is a oh, good one. Will it be disappointing or whatever? There's nothing new in it mm. in a Woody Allen way, but it's great. It's just got a nice feel about it. The characters are good. Michael Sheen in it, great, great um, uh, character that he plays. Great character part in it that he plays. Owen Wilson's the main guy, good in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it all just feels, it just all feels easy in the nicest possible way. Woody's sometimes a little bit heavy with his message. He'll actually have the character realise it and say it. Mm. So he's kind of heavy handed a little bit with it. But it's 90 minutes, job done sort of thing. So I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, Drive, a lot of people talking about that. Just great looking film, 80s style. But nice story, 70s style. Enjoyed that. Uh, Arthur Christmas. Great. Loved it. Didn't, I was, again, maybe because I was a bit down on it before, I thought, oh, this, this probably isn't going to be so good. Fantastic, Arthur Christmas. Yeah. Loved it. Great, great kind of British take almost a little bit on, on, on Christmas. You know, it's just a little, it's just a little bit harsh, yeah. you know. Um, Film, a lot of people are talking about in a minute. The artist. Silent film. Silent film. film. Black and white in academy ratio. Four by three, if you know what that means, uh, film fans. Um, just, just so different. So different. Because uh, the easy way to have done that would have been as a spoof or satire on the silent era. But it isn't. It's more of a celebration and just using the techniques that they would have used. Yeah. So that was um, that was great, and you know what? I mean, interesting to watch. I, I I've been on a big rant since the Screenwriters Festival, talking about visual storytelling, and I've been using that idea myself, or trying to take dialogue out and put pictures back in. So of course, this for me hit me at the right time because I was like, yeah, it's a whole story just in with the with the power of images. Do, do you know what I mean? So to study it and look at it and just think about how you can get across complex emotional ideas with a look and, and a cutaway of an object mm. and back to a look. You know what I mean? That's all you need. Mm. So if, you, if you're kind of a Mr. Dialogue heavy, you might want to check it out as an antidote to yeah. that. And the last kind of pair that I want to talk about, Young Adult and The Descendants. So two films. Um, young adult about a writer. Mm. So I was sort of intrigued because from that point of view. But a novel writer writes books for young adults um so is the most kind of successful person from this small town and goes back there on a personal personal journey didn't quite work for for me um the 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 character was the sort of the same ish at the end as at the beginning now some writers listening will be given that a red cross as like oh no you never do that i think you can do that if the journey is exciting and interesting 
but somehow it didn't quite gel for me. It didn't have some sort of charm. Very abrasive character that you couldn't warm to. Again, that's okay if there's charm around that person as a, as a, as a contrast. And there sort of was. It sort of ticks the boxes. It just didn't quite engage with mm. me. Compare that to The Descendants. Um, it's just uh, d- ten times better in a way with those with those characters around the main character played by George Clooney. Yeah. All the smaller characters are all doing something they're interested in. They've got their own agendas much stronger and the way they do it is with more humour and charm. So they kind of real warm glow around it. Even though the, some of them are abrasive, there's mm. one character that is totally abrasive, but you sort of love him because of it. Do you, do you know what I mean? So anyway, that's my sort of roundup of interesting films. I recommend that you see see them. I'm not saying there's any there to avoid at all, but some that I'm I'm sort of saying it's interesting to look at it from that point of view. Cool, very nice. Little roundup. I'm out of breath now. Danny, your turn. <laughs> well, I've just been watching a lot of TV pilots, actually, mainly because I'm writing a pilot at the moment, but also it ties into Red Planet Prize pilot scripts, so it's good to swat up. Um, so there's a new US comedy with Zooey Bechamel sauce uh, called New <laughs> New Girl. <laughs> Which is actually, you know, it was it was a well done pilot. Um, it set up everything you need to know. Um, other pilots that I've checked out have been U.S. comedies again called Community, which is a couple of years old now. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a few years old now. Uh, so all you probably have to seek these out online rather than not New Girl though. New Girl's on Channel Four, I think. But um, yeah, things I've learned about pilot episodes, like, you know, things happen very quickly, you have a lot to set up, character and format, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's just interesting to watch, but I'm also... Do you, do you find, Danny, one of the things that I've noticed, but do, and do these three do it, is almost it jumps you in, not at the start, but it sort of jumps you in, there's already story occurring. Very you know, much you know, so. You're not, you're, not, you're not starting it with it's, like... It's not introducing you, characters. No. It's, it's starting like, story. Story, we're off. story. We're off. And if it does need to set up something, it does some, it very in a very quick way. Mm. Or in a cutaway even. Mm. So you'll, yeah. you'll just have made the lump... The lump. <laughs> the leap yourself. Yeah. Well, it's halfway between the leap, leap and the jump. jump. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Danny's lump there is uh, is impressive. Uh, moving on, um, yeah, I've been watching a foreign crime drama. Uh, so big fan of the killing and Valander, the Swedish version, all that kind of stuff. But there's a new one on BBC Four, it's a Danish one called Borgen, which started this week, and the pilot episode for that was just terrific um, because it did it crammed so much in. But it just felt brilliantly paced, mm. and it had an, it spent time with its characters as well. So you just loved all the characters already. By episode one, you're like, yeah, I'm right behind all of them, and that that takes a lot of doing. Mm. And so I was very impressed with that. Uh, there's a French crime drama that's just finished uh, on FX channel called Braco. I think it's called Braco. I've nicknamed it Barcode because it's easier to say. But it's got Jean Hughes Anglade in it, um, so famous French actor, and it's kind of Dirty cops kind of thing. So it makes Spire look like kindergarten. Mm. Spiral, uh, French crime drama fans being the other um, top French crime drama. So yeah, just check them out if you can. Good recommendations. Good to swat up on pilot episodes. All that kind of stuff. What are, how are people introducing the characters through story? 
Mm. Um, what's going on? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel like the pace is right? All of those things. And even I've started reading Red Planet Prize scripts, and a lot of them do labour on setup. Setup. So here, meet the characters. Meet the characters. Mm. Don't care. Get the story going, mm. and then I'll care about the characters. Yeah, um, and find out about them by their reaction to the story events. Exactly. What do they do with that? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so there you go, a, a breathless roundup or a breathless intro to the new year. Yeah, take it on board. Take a it a on lot board. going on there, and so again, just guide you to the website links because that's where we'll put all the references to everything we've spoken about. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash UK Scriptwriters Podcast. Yeah. Twitter.com forward slash UK Scriptwriters. Of course, we have our own individual blogs because we're geeks like that. Yeah. Dannystack.blogspot.com. Projectorfilms.blogspot.com. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Is that it, Tim, or are we finishing? That's on? it. That's it, I We're think. Done. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. And um, what I'd say is leave us a comment on those pages. Yeah, say or hello or email us, ukscriptwriters at hotmail.com. Because we want to have some uh, new topics. Yeah, email us topics. Uh, we've covered a lot of the topics that people sent. Um, you know, roundabout way we've managed to actually answer a lot of the questions eventually yeah if you feel your, your question hasn't been answered um, then send it again uh, or if you've got new questions send that straight away yeah and um, then that will almost do a, a roundup next time yeah brilliant okay alright then alright see you then everyone cheers set your goal eat my goal <laughs>